This is Manya from Friendshipable, a Project BFF podcast. Along with my co-host Terry, we love talking about friendships, talking with others who think about friendships, and learning about these important relationships in our lives. If you like this content, please support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash projectbff, or subscribe to the podcast via your favorite podcast app. If you have a podcast, consider hosting it on Buzzsprout. We love it. They make it so easy. And we have a link in our show notes for you. Thanks. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Project BFF, the podcast. How are you, Hi, Terry? Everyone. I'm good. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. I'm excited good. to be here recording our next episode. Mm-hmm. I know. Already. And I know the time has come already, which is perfect because that is our subject for today. Time. <laughs> time and friendships. Time and building our friend relationships. So just before we started recording, Terry and I were talking about this and I decided, mm. oh, we have to get this on tape. Yeah. So tell me when you think of time and friendships, Terry, what, what does that get you thinking of? I kind of, I think about, I think about all the to-do lists I always have, leave for myself of things that I want to tackle or things I need to do. But the larger picture of it is I, I picture of all the time, of all the things I want to do and the time I want to dedicate to things, it's almost like a big pie. And each slice of the pie is a chunk of time that I'm either going to do um, errands or writing or I just all the various things that we all have commitments to and to a family and work um, and then there are pieces of that those time slices that some are almost immovable like you have commitments to work and they have commitments to family and um, so where so of all of those different items in those different slices I find myself wondering where how big is the slice of time that I'm spending with friends or dedicating to my, the friendships that I have and does that slice get bigger or smaller depending upon where is it the priority for it in that big in that big um, hole that's Ooh. the way I kind of visualize it does it expand and contract that's a great way to think about it is when we think about time, right? You have a finite yeah. amount. We all have 24 hours in a day and we need to sleep for some of that. Most of us And I do. need to remember that we, there is, it is finite. It's not get up in the morning. I've, I'm going to do it all. <laughs> exactly. And it's, it's interesting to think about it in that way as a pie. Right. There are definitely there are things that you need mm -hmm. to accomplish. And those mm -hmm. are maybe things you need to do every day. Maybe their work, maybe their family obligations, maybe it's brushing your teeth, but there are things that take up time. And then, right. and then what do you do with the time left? And how do you, I guess, if you think of it like income, you have a disposable income of time or you and a disposable amount of time that you can choose what you want you to do with it. Think of time. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, I don't know. How do you deal with those pressures when you want to, or you're thinking about a friend or you want to be spending time with a friend, 
but the other things taking up your day are, are taking up too much of your time. I, I find myself sometimes either, um, just flat out saying, even if it's a small little thing that I can do, try to just, you know, stop what you're doing and just do that. It won't take that long, whether it's sending a note or, or making a, a, or texting somebody or things like that. And so those can be rather, rather quick. Um, if it's a project that I'm working on for a friend, then it's carving out a bigger space of time. But um, I have to admit, I think sometimes from, at least I feel that personally, that I kind of let that go to not the bottom of the pile, but the lower rung of the pile in the course of a week. And because there's so many routines during the week that once I'm out and about, I can just ping here, there and everywhere. And I, and wow, this is helpful talking about it because I think all of those things are really kind of rote. And I know go to this place, this place, this place, this place. Whereas the time that I truly want to spend relative to my friends and my friendships, that takes a little bit more to just slow down a little bit and just do something. If I want to do something thoughtful or impactful, that's going to take a little bit more time. And it's also going to take, it's, and yeah. So maybe it's a way I, I need to find that, that balance, but we can talk about that of striking the balance. But that's basically where I think, you know, that might get the short shrift because all the other things are one-offs that, you know, really can whittle down a to-do list. Right. They're one-offs or they are regularly scheduled. So exactly is regularly at this time. Right. Right. You know, not to jump ahead to what to do about it, but it occurred to me that Uh there are people and there are circumstances where this has been true in my life where you have a regular get together a Mm -hmm. Tuesday night meet for dinner or you know once a month meet to play bingo or something um and it strikes me that 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 takes it out of the realm of can I find the time? Because in advance, you're already carving out that time and, and making sure it's part of your day or your week or your month. Mm-hmm. And it, it establishes as part of one of those, God, I'm not minimizing it at all, but it establishes as something that is a recurring thing. You know, it's coming up on, on Wednesday night or something like that. So yes. it's, Part of it, so help me with this. Part of it seems like it shouldn't be that prescribed, but maybe that's if I'm feeling badly because I'm not getting to do or I'm 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 postponing the the in, the contacts I wanted to have. Maybe it is a matter of giving it that permanent place um, and then let everything else grow from there. I think that's one way to do it, but. I- I think Mm -hmm. it also depends on the friends that we're talking about because some friendships uh, I think are a little more fluid. They can handle a little more distance and um, others maybe require a little more work or same friendship, but at a different time requires Mm -hmm. more attention or less attention. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I don't know. I like the idea of the you know, once a week, 
maybe not once a week, maybe once a month, once every other week, something like that. Um, and I can see that that works, but I don't think that takes away from anything about what the relationship means. I think yeah. that says you're, you're important. I'm carving out this time for you. Even if we don't necessarily think of it that way, we just think, oh, we're having dinner every other week, but that is showing your friend and your friend mm-hmm. showing you, you are important. And I want to set aside this time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now, but the, but the reverse of that is if you cannot set aside some time, you're not necessarily saying you're not important to me. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, it is. It would be interesting to have like a whole group of people weigh in. Well, through the podcast, please weigh in on this because it seems like sometimes maybe it's a matter of being harder on ourselves than we need to be. Yes. If feeling that we're not doing the the contact that we we should do, because that's a, as you were describing it. Um, that's what I started thinking about. If my friends heard me say this now, they'd go. Uh, they don't have the time to do it. So, you know, you you think you're in this alone. (laughs) It's like, nobody's got the the time that I'm talking about to do it. And the reverse is that's what makes those niches of time that we do spend together or that we do do something, you know, some special contact all the better and all the more meaningful. Right. You know, when you were talking, when you first started and you were talking about time as a, like as a pie, right? And you have certain pieces that, you know, there's only so many pieces of the pie because you just have Mm -hmm. this one pie. I was thinking as you were talking about that, about another aspect of friendship and Mm -hmm. relationships that I think can sometimes also get described as pie, or maybe I'm the only one who's ever described (laughs) as pie. But, you know, when you think about caring for somebody or loving somebody as a friend or a family member as a romantic partner you think about love itself and is not finite so Mm -hmm. you don't have this one pie from which you choose how much you're going to love somebody I've always thought of it that when you meet somebody new who then sparks that connection in you you actually just get another pie (laughs) In my world, the more people you love, the more pies you have. (laughs) Well, and and each of those pies has slices to it, or each of the relationships is a pie. The analogy is not perfect. Spreading yourself thin, my friend. (laughs) Yes, the the analogy is not perfect. It just means I get a lot of pie. (laughs) Um, Okay, but more that I'm thinking of it as you know, when you bring a new person into your life. You don't mm-hmm. stop loving the people who are already in your life. True. You expand your feelings and your affection and your love. So um, versus where, with your time really is finite. And that is just a pie. And once all the pieces are gone for the day, they're gone. Right. Um, right. I don't know what all this means. I just wanted to share with you my, the- my pie theory of yeah, relationships. Yeah. I don't think you know, I don't think any of us knows what it all means, but I think what it, it, it represents is, again, we all just really, we want to demonstrate, you know, what our friendships mean to us and, and maintain those relationships. 
and um, and sometimes just have that feeling that oh I haven't done I haven't spoken to somebody I haven't seen them I haven't been in, done something that I feel I want to do so um, I I think it's universal I don't think we're the only people who kind of you know think about it this way and I, um, I would agree on that yeah um, yeah let me ask you a question so sure. I know that feeling and I think you also know that feeling of realizing oh I haven't reached out to so-and-so but mm -hmm. I think about them all the time I just don't take that next step or mm -hmm. I haven't uh, you know things are a little weird right now but I haven't gone out with so-and-so in a long time right. and right. I should do something um, when you feel that way how would you describe that feeling is it frustration is it guilt do you feel like you've let this person down I'm curious what is it that we're feeling when we when we feel like we want to make that connection but we haven't yeah I think I know for me it feels like I'm not holding up my end of the bargain or I'm I'm not well scratch that I'm not doing what I feel I want to do not that I should do or that it's expected or but I'm not doing what I feel I want to do and using, you know, the, whether I, it's not an excuse, again, time, there's, there's a minimum, there's, like you said, there's only 24 hours of it in a day. Um, so that's where I take it on is that it's more, why didn't I just do, take five minutes yesterday to do this? Um, so I feel it's on me and I'm sure, and again, I'm sure if I express this to the, the, the friend on the receiving end, they'd go, oh God, no, you're fine. <laughs> well, because I, I think you're right, because I think you've probably had that experience too, where you think, oh, I wish I'd heard from so-and-so, but I know how busy they are. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. You know, and if you, and if you do feel like you need to make the connection, then you reach out to make the connection. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I wanted to, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, you go. No, I was just going to ask you then we've got a few minutes left and I just wanted to ask you whether or not, so taking what we just talked about it and then put it in the category of a long, a long standing friendship and a new one. Now, does that impact or that has changes to the amount of time we feel we want to dedicate to it or we should be doing something about that friendship does, so does the bottom line is does the the um timeline of the friendship have a different bearing on that whole time dilemma oh interesting and i suppose like all things you know human and friend mm -hmm. related we all have a different answer. I, yeah. I think if a, if it's okay. So for me, let them thinking if it's a brand, brand new friendship and I don't, mm -hmm. and we haven't yet really established that we're for sure friends or there's, we're not quite, quite sure of that. Then yeah. I am a little, and if it's something that I'm thinking I want, then I do try to pay more attention in the early stages to invite people to do things or text mm -hmm. and just say hi and try to keep that connection. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like in the early days, it might need a little more kind of conscious attending to. Yeah, yeah. And then once you feel like you're friends of some sort, I feel like then you can withstand a few of the well, bumps. Then, but then by if you're, the more you get to know somebody and become friends with them, it kind of starts taking um, not a natural path, but you start understanding each other's need, needs or you just understand one another. You got to know one another. So you right. know just what those levels of um, you know, contacting or doing things together is really, you know, how, it, how each person feels about it is, is grown over time and understood over time. Right. And you know the friends you can text first thing in the morning and those you can text in the middle of the night right. if you needed to. And, right. and you understand their rhythms. So they've got school for their kids. So you, mm-hmm. unless there's an emergency, you never talk to them before right. X right. amount of time. Right. I do think once you, once I you get to know each other, you, you've got those rhythms. And in the beginning, you're still trying to figure out a couple things. You're trying to figure out how much do I like this person and do I want to be friends? And then if so, what, Mm -hmm. what would the rhythm of this friendship look like? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that takes quote, that takes time. (laughs) It all comes back to that little four letter word. It all comes down to time. Yep. It is. It is. So, well, great discussion, great conversation about that. And it really, I can't wait to hear what other um, people have to say about it too, because it is something that I think we all think about and um, we wish we had more of it to share with everybody we want to share it with. And when is it just, you know, it's right when it's right. Right. You do. Um, That's a terrible answer if you're trying to help somebody understand what that means, but when it's it right, is it's right. cause I, that's, yeah, it just speaks to my, yes, the bigger <laughs> dilemma. You know what I was, um, I'm doing some business coaching and got a, heard a particular line that I really like. And I think it kind of applies to friendship too, where we're talking about time or communicating with your friends. Uh-huh. They were, they were talking about, this was talking about a sales call. So you're reaching out to somebody to try to sell them a service or a product. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what? You cannot say the wrong thing to the right person. Oh, okay. And that's, it yeah. just felt so profound when they said that, yeah, if the person likes mm-hmm. you, they're going to gloss over some of those missteps um, in, in trying to spend time with them or sharing your story with them. Um, and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. So if the friendship, yeah, I like that. if the friendship is really struggling and you can't find time, Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it means that it's not supposed to work out. I, it's not always that black and white in the moment. I know, right. but um, right. I just loved that, that yeah. thinking. It's a and, very, um, it's a very, it's simple and it, it really is very direct and it, it applies to a lot of things. That makes yeah. perfect sense. And I, I think the underlying thing to remember, whether it's a sales call or you're talking about building friendships mm-hmm. is while it is certainly important to put one's best foot forward 
in many instances in life, we don't have to panic about it. It's okay to trip over your words. It's okay to mess up and not text your friends when you meant to. Um, then as soon as you think of it, then do it. You know, like yeah. I think we all, maybe not everybody. I think a lot of us really want to be perfect in these kind of things. And mm -hmm. those phrases make me realize that, you know, we don't have to worry that much. We need to try, but we don't have to panic about it. Right. Because even in, in our imperfect attempts, it, it's going to the right person. So, and exactly. they know that. Yeah. Fantastic. So, so any yeah. final thoughts? No, I think um, I'm already committed to just like not making a big deal out of stuff. If I feel I want to do something, reach out to somebody, just do it. And maybe that's the solution to it. But time is, is will always be important and treasured and maybe even more so because it can be, a, you know, um, a precious commodity. So absolutely. Awesome. Well, thank you. This was great to chat it with you today. It was. It was wonderful to chat with you. And I hope everybody thinks a little bit about the topic of timing and just what it means with two, two friendships. Awesome. All right. See everybody soon. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.